Hello and welcome to the third. I think we'll start that again, shall we? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Third Faction, a podcast about the community of World of Warcraft. I'm your host, Dimitinov, but you can call me Demi. And I'd love to say that I'm joined by Bricko, but unfortunately, he's got a power cut. Uh, we have no idea whether he'll be able to make it in time to join us. Um, but we thought, well, we can't wait around forever, so we'll get started. I am, however, joined by none other than Retake Control, a.k.a. Verdi, the man who started a guild called the Monkey Tree and has a hell of a lot to answer for. I've known Verdi for, uh, let's say, upwards of 11 years, and this year would have been the 10-year anniversary of our first guild meetup in real life. But then, hey, you know, the Rona. Say hello to everybody, Verdi. Hello. Yay, I can hear you. <laughs> we had a few technical issues just now, but we've, we're have we all all right now. <laughs> Tell me, how's your week been in World of Warcraft and in the world in general? Pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty much just prepping up for Shadowlands. So I'm running Mythic Pluses with my Thursday crew, including yourself, actually. Um, then also pretty much just making just farming transmogs that's what i do so yeah it's been it's been okay (laughs) yeah you know we we do have a lot of fun in the thursday squad and it's you know we get we go through some keys and you've recently switched to a healer the pressure (laughs) the pressure of healing wow yeah we'll probably talk about that in a bit (laughs) we might come on to it we might come on to it uh in my week well my past two weeks in world of warcraft i haven't really been doing a lot because i was on holiday this week uh having a lovely time on the southwest coast in the uk um so i haven't actually done a great deal um but i am looking forward to getting back to doing some mythics and um kind of just a lot of transmog runs as well i'll be doing i have started doing some rep grinds i started that yesterday afternoon so all those little bits and pieces that the end of expansion lull gives us that opportunity to do i've been sort of focused on those but i do keep i don't know if you're a bit like this verdi i tend to find that there is still so many things that i want to do that when the content in quotation marks has run out for the current stuff I'm still overwhelmed with all the things that I can go back and do. Like I went through all my reputations and I was like, I mean, I've got the 60 reputations. And then Jin from Morally Grey said he was, he just got a hundred. I was like, oh crap, I'm going to have to go and get a hundred now. <laughs> and you look through all of the ones that you've got to go and get. And I don't even know what some of these groups are. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar thing, actually. I'm trying to get um, the Emerald Drake say so that the meta yeah for that it means being lucky but also farming netherwing which sucks i'll be <laughs> honest it, it really bad so oh it's fine everything on wowhead's like oh just go and get a load of eggs yeah can you find eggs nah no you can't find eggs <laughs> oh dear well you know it's what we do though isn't it we love the grind we love these things these monotonous things but there we go Let's cover a little bit of WoW news. There's two pieces that I wanted to talk through this week. And the first one is the Gallywix boosting community. I'd like to say it's hit hot water, but actually it's a bit more than that. It's gone completely kaput because according to the blue post, which I will obviously link in the show notes, um, 
and I, I'm quoting directly from the blue post so that I don't get into any hot water myself here. <laughs> After performing a thorough investigation, we've identified that the Gallywix boosting organisation has been taking part in gold selling for real money. Real money trading, also known as RMT, is a serious violation of our end-user license agreement and is not tolerated. Therefore, we've begun taking action and have banned accounts in North America and Europe that were associated with this group and taking part in the real money trading transactions. These actions have primarily targeted the Gallywix organization so far, but our investigations are ongoing and additional accounts involved with running this organization may be banned in the future. Going forward, accounts may receive actions if they are found to be involved in future transactions with Gallywix or are actively advertising it. Hmm. So, Verdi and I play on one of the world's quietest uh, servers. <laughs> so we don't actually see a lot of this advertising, but I had seen um, somebody shared an image on Twitter and it was literally everything in their trade chat was ads for boosting. Um, I personally have no issue with people buying boosts if I had enough gold, I probably would have done it. Um, and I had actually considered offering freehold runs on my Druid tank to earn some gold. Um, but I didn't know anything about this Gallywix link to real money transactions. And obviously that's not great. How do you, what do you, what's your take on it, V? Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to make light of it because it really does suck. But um, the, the clue's kind of in the name. Lawwise, <laughs> yeah. Gallywix is a little bit of a tyrant with, when it comes to money. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, you, you can't break TOS. I work on a game myself, IRL, and um, they, they have to stick to their uh, their guns with it, really. Um, I, d I don't think it's going to be massively detrimental to Blizz to enforce their rules in this case no, <laughs> no. And, the, and, I, and I think the offering of boosts and things will still happen I mean there were adverts on our server the other day uh, yesterday people offering boosts and that you know as long as there's no RMT linked to it and I think Gallywix um, fronted itself as a legit organisation there were a lot of streamers and a lot of you know respectable people who had been doing stuff with them um, so I mean, whether it's a case of one bad apple, you don't know. Um, but it sounds like the only thing that Blizzard could do was to take them down, and I understand that that's that's um, with you know within their well well within their rights to do so. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of a little bit feeling a bit greedy that I may have missed out on some freehold gold, but <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't be doing RMT, so. Um, yeah, it's a it's a funny one. I mean, I don't know. It, obviously, on our little backwater server, it probably won't make any difference. Um, but I imagine on some of those where the adverts have been constantly just chucking through, we'll be um, pretty relieved that they don't have to see that anymore. Um, and the other thing in the news then is this: the anonymous pay spreadsheet for Activision Blizzard that's been reported. The game developers and the companies who make our games, which are obviously Blizzard or otherwise, are also part of our community. So I'm really happy to see that this is going on. I think it's great that we've got more parity, that there's more transparency in it as well. Um, 
And obviously, V, you just mentioned that you work with a games company, IRL. What What's your take on this? Have you got any particular view on it? How do you think it represents the games industry as a whole? Does it reflect the games industry in the UK or is it completely different? Um, unfortunately, it's quite representative of what well, I, I can't speak for the whole because I, I, I can't speak for the whole games industry. But uh, and this is by no means rele- relevant to my employer either. Yeah. Um, but I know people that I work with that have worked at other places that have said this is case um obviously there's going to be a difference in expertise level what your worth is and how much you get paid but to hear the stories that they're, they're saying about people not being able to eat in the in the company ca- cafeteria which i assume is already subsidized and it's wow pre- yeah yeah it, it is pretty heartbreaking i mean like yeah i, I it, it's just the spreadsheet the anonymous spreadsheet is probably the best thing they could have done to be honest um, you are, you're going to see things if it ever actually gets properly leaked that um, obviously high level coders have paid mm. very a, a lot more than people like on community QA uh, customer support because there's a level of expertise that's had a lot yeah. of training that's gone into it and that kind of thing so you can't when it does leak because it inevitably will um, just take that into account because there's often a situation where QA community support uh, considered a gateway kind of foot in the door sort of yeah um, career moves to get into the industry. Um, so obviously they do pay less. Yeah, but um, it's just yeah, it is. It's super heartbreaking, especially when you hear stories of um, big boss at Activision posting stories uh, on his social media of him getting on cruises or whatever it is mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a, yeah. yeah and obviously yeah. his staff I'm biting my tongue <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, anyway bless Mike yeah. Warheim that's all I'm going to say there <laughs> yeah it's um, I mean I could go off on a Taliesin-esque rant about eat the rich and we're in a neoliberal capitalist society and this is what happens but um from my personal take, having worked in corporate environments and being self-employed and working in small businesses and all the rest of it, it's there's an argument that when you're self-employed and you're the business owner, you're the one taking all the big risks. Like it might be your house that you remortgage to start the business or whatever. I think when you get into figures like certain people at Activision are being paid, there's kind of a, a limit where that's not actually representative of any risk that you've taken or the work that you've put in because no amount of money, you know, no amount of work, sorry, is worth that amount of money. Um, Particularly if your employees are not able to eat in your canteen and are working as Lyft and Uber drivers to make ends meet on their time off, you know? That to me seems massively out of whack. Um, But I mean, my person you know i'm not um i love the games that we play but i do believe that the companies behind the games need to rethink their their uh, staff compensation significantly anyway that's terribly serious for this podcast we don't normally go down that route but <laughs> shall we get into some questions 
Yeah, let's do it. Hit me. Hit it like you mean it. <laughs> Greetings, sir and or ma'am. So let's get into the really hard-hitting stuff now with We Take Control, a.k.a. Verdi. First question, red team, blue team, or purple? Blue, blue, blue. <laughs> I thought they got the question out. <laughs> 100% blue. Um, I don't want to air my opinions of the hood. But, no, please uh, do. Please uh, do. Oh, no, it, it could be brutal. It could get me unfollows on Twitter and Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that. But yeah. We I'm, love a bit of controversy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Alliance. Um, my... I I'm not a a big fan of going all in with the sort of fantasy side of character creation. I like humans <laughs> and night elves. That's it. Right? Um however, I will say this, Anduin is not my king. <laughs> Anduin is not my king. No one Rip Varian. Mass Rezzers mid battle that's <laughs> cheating that is cheating you've always you've always had a problem with this and i've always told you that there is a there is there's certainly i'm sure it was holy nova back in the day had it was holy nova wasn't a res it was a heel and i still argue the point that those people on those soldiers on that bot- battlefield aren't dead they're just injured and he was doing holy nova which was a heel which has used to have it doesn't have it anymore from what I can remember from playing the Lightforge Priest. Um, sorry, I, I backed off Mike there because I was about to do the Holy Nova like bubble with my hands, which means I had to move away from the mic. But I'll come back here now. And you do, you do the. It had that exact like bubble effect. So I still argue that he was doing that. <laughs> also, you could potentially argue that they weren't actually fighting at that point. Yeah, they were out of battle. You know, they'd all yeah. disengaged. They'd all like dropped aggro. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. Look, put it this way. I preferred Anduin when he was a child and Varian was in charge. So. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I will miss Varian until the day that WoW stops play, being playable. Um, I quite like Andu- Anduin earned my respect a bit more when he punched Rathian because I thought that took some balls. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, that's his shining moment. I guess. So far, <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah. if... Look, let's be honest. Step aside. Just give it to Gen. Gen. Oh, no! No! <laughs> no! You can't have Gen in charge of the Alliance. No. There's an honour in that. No. Is there an honour in xenophobia? <laughs> Fair enough. He's quite xenophobic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's I, like, as a character, yeah, he's great, but he is a little bit xenophobic. You know? Um, he, you look back at his history, you could argue that he's changed. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, actually, no, that, that's almost, that's almost like saying, I'll give the horde to Nathanos Black. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Yes, potentially. Yeah. yeah. I can see that parallel. Anyway, I knew that this was going to be a good chat. <laughs> How did you start playing Warcraft and what got you hooked? Okay, so I used to work in the automotive industry, right? 
And there was this guy called Aaron that worked with. I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually how I learned all my customer service skills for my current job. Because you throw yourself in the deep end with someone that's raging about their car. Mm -hmm. That's how you learn to talk to people. Anyway, that aside, uh, there was this guy called Aaron. And he told me these wild stories about this game called World of Warcraft. And I wasn't that much of a gamer at the time. And he was saying things like, oh, you can be whatever you want. If you wanted to, you could be a busker. I was like... (laughs) what so it's like a life sim with a fantasy twist and it was like yeah pretty much so i yeah i was kind of i was, I was, I was sold lies instruments. yeah you were definitely <laughs> but either way what i did is i installed the trial uh but i was on an american server and all i did at the time was i would follow this one guy I don't know how I kept on meeting up with him. It was completely not technically possible. It just happened to be I'd always find him. I'd follow him, shirtless, jumping. That was all I did. Jump, 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 jump. Stalker. Yeah, stalker. I was pretty much uh, e-stalker. That's weird. But yeah, it, 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 was, it was a very, very... I, I didn't understand the game at all. I just thought, oh, there's other people in a game. That's cool. Uh, I'd never experienced things like uh, Ultima Online. Uh, is it Ultima Online? can't remember it, uh, runescape that kind of stuff that yeah. wasn't wasn't really my um it wasn't my knowledge base uh but uh, yeah i followed this guy uh eventually spoke to him he was from texas so i basically jumped behind this texan <laughs> for, for a couple of weeks and then eventually he leveled up and moved away from the zone um so yeah uh, and then i subbed <laughs> see what else was available but, yeah uh yeah yeah Weird story. You weren't expecting that, right? No, I wasn't. I didn't realise you'd started on a North American server. That's hilarious. What's your favourite place in game? Uh, uh, Elwyn's big for me. (laughs) It's got a t-shirt on that says straight out of Goldshire. Yeah. Sorry, that was uh, very relevant to streaming. You'll have to tell me later on where you got that from. But uh, Elwyn Forest, for sure. Uh, I loved... Uh, questing in Westfall as it's very roguey and rogue has a special place in my heart um, also anywhere in Northrend apart from Borean Tundra Bray and Tundra <laughs> that's that place sucks boring Tundra boring Tundra yeah <laughs> um, but predominantly overall even probably over Elwyn I would say Grizzly Hills love it the whole aesthetic the mu- the music Oh wow! <laughs> well, it is. It has become our uh, theme music. Of course, the it has. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We started that. with Freehold, but I think Freehold was a. It was a bit too in your face, so we've gone with Grizzly Hills. Although I do plan that sort of throughout the evolution of the show that will change. We won't always have Grizzly Hills, um, but yeah, it, it's a beautiful zone. But I, I am with you on Westfall as well. Westfall's my favourite place. Original Westfall. Dead Man, um, baby. Dead Minds. <laughs> Dead Minds is the best dungeon ever. Makes me feel like a goonie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you enjoy most in the game? Would you say it's PvP, questing, dungeons, raids, something else entirely? I don't really enjoy PvP at all. Mm. Questing-wise, I, I, I tried doing TV2 Arena with my good friend Ryugo back in the day. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah uh, but we, we weren't great. He was a great healer. I was, I, was just, I, just, I just couldn't. You were just care. pants. Basically, I was doing it for achievements because I'm a completionist. And yeah, yeah 
Yeah, it's like that. Um, Questing-wise, I don't really enjoy quests unless they're a key part of the story. Uh, I do really appreciate the lore and all the effort that goes into the story writing in well, and I think Blizz cannot be beaten on this. With yeah. regards in the games industry, no one writes a story like Blizzard does. So, yeah, uh, a bit of questing as long as it's relevant, which is why I'm super safe for Shadowlands because there'll be lots of that. <laughs> um, but mainly dungeons back in the day, obviously raiding, but family commitments and things like that. It's um, it's difficult to orchestrate, however, yeah. a, lot, a lot easier now with LFR and things like that, which didn't exist yeah. back then. LFR's um, made it easier to jump in and do stuff for sure. Yeah. Um, especially for, you know, people like you and me who do have limited time to commit to doing raids and things. So there is a, you know, I know people slag it off, but there is a there is a value to it. Yeah. Um for sure. I mean, um what one thing I really am enjoying because I quit mid um raid. Mm. tier one in capitalism yeah. so we're talking yeah you're quite early on in there yeah it's pre all of this so i was i really really love transmog that's <laughs> awesome yeah so yeah we do the odd transmog run together don't we we do oh, yeah it's good fun it's good fun um do you have a dark portal story or equivalent so this means like the first time through that you ever did something um like it might be the first time you encountered the wrath gate and the battle for the undercity or the first time you saw the lich king or the first time you came back you know something that made you just go oh wow this is amazing um yeah for sure not specific to the dark portal um but i when i saw our lady isara die Oh, that made yeah. that gave me real tears. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. I, I love the region was hard, man. We lost yeah. so we lost a lot of people. Yeah, it's it, it's tough, and I, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the whole law surrounding the aspects and mm. um, Dawn of the Aspects is probably my favorite Warcraft book actually. Um, so yeah, but all of that, and because she's like the younger sister of Alastraza, who's supposed to be mm. like figurehead and strong lead for the, the pair of them um it's, it's just like yeah it's sad but i'm pretty sure we're gonna see her again in shadow i've got a sneaky feeling yeah <laughs> yeah i've got a sneaky feeling and that's not really a spoiler because if anybody has seen arden world you've you've got to be thinking that there's some druidy green dragony stuff going on down there so yeah that's i i yeah, I'm I'm quite excited for that as well. Back on what that, has, sorry, hmm. back on, back on that question. Actually, the first yeah. time we you're running through Darkshire, uh, Darkshire, sorry, and is it Darkshire? I forget what the zone's called. Where Darkshire Darkshire is? Dark, yeah, it is. Sorry, yeah, Duskwood. Duskwood. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and do you go into the place where the Dragon of Nightmare is? I've forgotten a name. Yes, Twilight Grove. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. When I saw a yeah. dragon for the first time, because it's quite low level, it's like, wow, yeah. there's a dragon. Yeah. Oh yeah, my God. I think it's like level 20 to 25 through that zone. Yeah. And when you're at that level and you wander in, you just wander in there, don't you? Because you're like, oh, what's up here? Yeah. And you end up going in there and there's a level 60, was it level 60? Yeah. Something like that at that time. Dragon. I can't remember which dragon it was. Um, but yeah, and, and actually when you play Legion, when you go through Legion and the class hall, the druids can use those portals. 
Oh, they really? As portals, yeah, they use them as portals through, through the Dream Grove. Um, That's which cool. I was, yeah, I was really chuffed because all that time that we were playing, and we used to go and hit those dragons, didn't we? Yeah, just punch them in the face for no reason. Yeah, no yeah, chance. Just go and punch them. <laughs> and um, all that time, I was thinking, well, where does this portal go? Why isn't it doing anything? And it finally started to do something. You know that I was able to enjoy in the game. I really, I thought that was great. Um, a really good use of something that was there. I, mean, I don't know if they'd done something before. They probably had, and I just missed it. But um, let's talk a little bit about the community because you have some significant experience with the Warcraft community, being having been a guild leader. Yeah. What was your, or what has been your best experience in the WoW community? Um, getting together with other people that aren't necessarily in your guild to go and punch hordies in the face. <laughs> Definitely. I say I'm not a fan of <laughs> PvP, but I do like uh, raid grids popping up on my screen. So when we used to go and hit the crossroads and things like that. It's, yeah. yeah. Shout yeah. out to Fire Shaman, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'll I'll make sure he knows he's got a mention because we still chat on um uh Facebook. Um yeah, those that was I mean that was when World PvP was still a thing. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it's died to death, hasn't it? It like, has died to death. It's yeah. very sad, but it was a lot of fun. Um and that's how I met all of you guys. That's how I met the monkey tree. Because mm. Mr. Andy Coops was in the guild and he said, Come along to this thing we're going to go and attack i think it was thun that was thunder bluff because i remember we were all sitting on a hill outside thunder bluff and uh, yeah there was 40 of us yeah there was a full raid going off to go and hit, <laughs> hit, hit and it wasn't all our guild people just joined so we invited yeah. them and that kind of stuff that's what i mean about the community and wow yeah um i work in community as a job that yeah is, that is what i do and i would without a doubt say that despite the negativity you do see from time to time the world of warcraft community is the best community ever it is so good honestly we should I, all I be very it. proud yeah especially with things be. that blizzard put in place that kind of counter the community aspect like lfr it's, yeah, it's just complicated See, this, things. This that goes back to what we said before about LFR is a bit of a double-edged sword. In that, it's great if you want to jump in and do the race. I've still got to kill Bloody off. I've still not done him. Um, squiggly, but that's him. Squiggly. <laughs> um, but there is a degree of anonymity there now that gives people license to be dickheads. Um, and you, when you're looking for your community, you have to go and look in other places. So. Like we met because we were on the same server and we ended up, you know, I ended up joining the guild and then it turned out that we lived within an hour of each other. Yeah. And then, you know, we've remained friends ever since and we've met many other wonderful people through the game. Um, but when I, when we started this podcast, Bricko came across me through Twitter and other podcasts. And I came across a lot of our guests via Twitter and podcasts and streaming and, you know, we're all now part of that community. So there are other places to find the people that you enjoy being with. And also I think because we're so reliant on 
communications outside of the game now. So very early on, although there were things like, um, oh, was it Vent? Vent was Ventrilo, Ventrilo yeah. the early ones? Yeah. We never so used it, was, it. We were all no. more about TeamSpeak. But, TeamSpeak, yeah. Mumble, and now it's obviously Disc. And like I barely talk in game now in chat because we're all chatting to each other on disc and we're in a very small tight knit guild. Um, and those are kind of the only people I socialize with in game, unless I'm doing something bigger community focused um, where I will, you know, we'll sort something out for that. And that's slightly different, but um, yeah, so much of our community experience is in other places online now and that's fine. But you just have to accept that that's how it's going to be. Um, the community is still there. Um, yeah. It's just set up differently. I, I do I do miss, I'll be honest, I do miss server unity. It's, it, it, yeah, it, we I used do. to You used to have, even though we were in separate guilds, I was in like Jane Doe, and then mm. we'd have, it, you'd, you'd have guilds that you got on with. Yeah. And then guilds that you didn't get on with. <laughs> I, I remember there was a guild called Purple Bunnies of Doom. Yeah, that um, was Fire Shaman Field. Yeah, yeah, and and you kind of they were our rivals, but then yeah, you, you'd be walking through Dalaran and Raf, and then you'd go to the Raiders of the Glomp bench and yep. just talk to them for a bit, and then like everyone had the hangouts and that yep. and Blizzard. I don't think they've intentionally done this, but they've killed that element of community. Yeah, and it's yeah. a real that's shame because better. that's almost what kept it running for me. It kept my interest. Yeah. A, that uh, that server side. I mean, do you remember Izzy Furious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Izzy Furious was somebody we all loved to hate on because he was such a troll. And I swear to this day, it was just somebody having a laugh. And But they united a server. Yeah. You know, sure. And that was really good fun. And everyone, um, everyone on the server hated this guy called Marlon because one time he uh, ninja looted Ashes of Alar. It's like... That's what? the kind. Of, that's the kind of oh, unity yeah, I'm no. talking about. Like yeah. <laughs> Horde and Alliance all hated Marlon, and it didn't help that he played a rogue either. <laughs> <laughs> Giving yeah. the rogues a bad name, not yeah. cool. <laughs> oh dear. Well, going on then from Marlon being a ninja, uh, what would you say has been your worst experience, and how did you overcome it? And what advice would you have for others in a similar situation? This is again community-based worst experience. I mean, there was this time where I wasn't a great player, but I was really passionate about World of Warcraft. Um, I was a very, I was considered a clicker and a key turner. Um, we managed to get down uh, Yogg-Saron the first time in Uldar. And, yeah. and I love that fight so much. Shout out to Yogi. <laughs> Shout out to Bran. You hate him, but I love I him. hate I am starting to hate all the bronze bronze beards right yeah. now. Well, yeah. even even Crystal Boy. I don't know about that. Um, yes. Well, he does uh, he, he does send you off on a stupid wild goose quest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no Magn Magn used you. to be my favorite. <laughs> and then yeah. and when he when he got turned to diamond, I actually cried. And then he started on the cloak quest. He started sending me off everywhere, you know, and they just goes, I'll meet you at such and such. And he pops off and you're like, you fucking asshole. I've got a three hour flight time to get there. Which yeah. Three it, hours, it, it feels like it. it it's like, <sighs> this is probably a bit of an exaggeration, but it's like the equivalent. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll meet you there and then go somewhere like, I don't know, Ajara. 
(laughs) why do i want to go to ajara this is pointless yeah i I hate it yeah i do all right yeah so magni's done my head in now so we're on thin ice with the bronze beards marauding's the last one left right now yeah he's uh yeah yeah cool well what was the question sorry Uh, worst experience and how did you overcome it and advice for others so one of my hobbies as well as world of warcraft is actually uh video editing so when we killed yog made a video yeah Yeah, that's what we're talking about yeah um (laughs) got back there dropped it into our community forums uh when the the server forums existed i put it on yeah uh as and then within probably five minutes there was a thousand people from this guild called itty bitty kitty committee that absolutely hated on it and were calling me out for being a bad player and letting my team oh. let my team down because i was a key turner and a clicker um and then um yeah you know it's just really really toxic for no reason other than epine um yeah <laughs> yeah that's bad man so the video was itself was great i was still learning but it was one of my best yeah. ones and they, I kind of saw this like acknowledgement in there that it was a good video, but you need to get better as a player. <laughs> so I, I kind of played on the fact that I'd made a decent video. I started yeah. talking to them in Dalaran because they're actually Ali. Yeah, despite the horde, them, yeah. the horde attitude, they were. Ali. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, sorry, Zat. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so um it's purple really, you just won't admit it. Yeah. True, true. But yeah, it's um I got talking to them and then um I just found a a, a common sort of ground yeah interest. I, I liked hardcore music at the time. So um Screamo pretty much. Um realized that they liked Screamo and started talking to them about it and just like and then whenever I made a video they were really good to me. <laughs> yeah. They actually asked me for help uh, with editing tips in the end. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 like yeah. the complete 180 that you want, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, and the fact that you showed the strength of character to actually turn it around and approach them rather than getting butthurt and, you know, and I'm sure it did hurt, you know, personally to be attacked like that, but to have people then actually turn around and come to you for advice is like the best possible outcome, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I actually oh. end, ended up adding a bunch of the guys from there um, on uh, Facebook when I used to have Facebook. Oh, wicked. I, so I kind of know them a little bit in real life. But, yeah. yeah. So yeah, interesting. But Facebook's uh, not cool anymore. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're like Gen X. We don't care. Yeah. Well, I'm Gen X. You're probably you're probably just millennial. I'm a creeper millennial by about four months. Yeah. 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 You're an what's it? They call elder millennial. Yeah. That's what you are. <laughs> hey, hey. Assumptions aside, I love avocado toast. I'm just saying. <laughs> Bit of sriracha on the top as well. Nothing more hipster and millennial than the sriracha, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> hipsters hipsters oh well no i'm definitely not a hipster i'm far too middle of the road to be hipster (laughs) (laughs) oh dear and tell me what does the wow community mean to you uh it's i i love it i I really do It, it it 
it's it's fantastic like i said earlier it's yeah. the best community in gaming on on um and despite blizz making indirect efforts to break community um i think we're pulling through pretty well <laughs> um i would say so, yeah yeah um there's there's a certain i'm i I'll just jump in a little bit topic here i'm a huge fan of asmongold actually and asmongold has a he actually had to stop streaming for a while because it was so toxic but mm. um the introduction of classic brought out these this certain set of egos that are kind of transitioning over to um to retail and that side so? yeah yeah for sure for sure i mean there, there's there's like a conflict even though everyone's playing the same game mm. there's a conflict i'm not saying everyone's like this by any means yeah. at all but there's a definite conflict that oh i'm i'm classic you're retail you're a retail player you're a classic player whatever um but <laughs> as asman's handling this really well by basically okay. sh- shutting people down that are dickheads pretty much yeah um yeah. yeah he's often tarnished with this brush of being a bit of a troll and i mm. think oh, honestly i think he's super misunderstood um he's a genuinely well, nice guy i've talked about this a lot because yeah. i i probably fall into the camp of probably misunderstanding him and i took the decision quite early on when i started watching streamers that that community wasn't for me yeah. and i and i just decided that that's the way you know that community wasn't for me i have nothing good or bad to say about him because i don't actively watch you know i don't seek out his content to watch well uh, that, that community wasn't for him either and he made yeah. it very clear that that is not what he wanted his audience yeah like. well that's good yeah, yeah that's good he had a bit of a uh, kind of scuffle with taliesin and Avatel, and yes and, it, and as a TNU fangirl, that's probably what. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they they were very, they had a mutual agreement that he wouldn't review TNE content yeah. on his stream. And it's it's fine. It's just a little bit, one of those one moments in the community that got resolved nicely, mm. <laughs> if anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah. 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 I, have, I mean, I have heard Taliesin say something more recently. I think when Asman, just before Asman took his break, I think he'd, had a relationship breakdown or something and Taliesin commented that, you know, that was obviously very sad for anybody to go through, mm. um, which obviously it is. But as I say, you know, I can't really have an opinion on Asmund because I'd taken the decision that looking at what I had seen, that wasn't really for me. I mean, if you're now saying it's changed, then I, I may well go and check it out again um, because it's important to be open-minded about these things and to, you know, to review stuff if things have changed. Um, I mean, it, it may be that he just isn't for me, and that's fine. Yeah, not everybody's it, for everybody. There, there's definitely an element of him just shutting people down mm. and really ripping into someone. But that's his brand. It's like, yeah, it's like he's he's the people that he's ripping into in the stream know that they're going to get it. They they've lined <laughs> themselves up for a transmog competition, and they come into the to it with an average transmog. They'll really rip into them, and they they've done it on purpose most of the time. They've like turned up just with uh, a blue checked shirt on or something like that. <laughs> I I love it so much. Anyway, is it, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going into my the question is now about my support for Aspen Gold, which is a little <laughs> bit weird. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's good. You know, the next question is about who do you admire in the wild community and why? And you know, we've we've just touched on that. So 
that's absolutely fine. And and I, you know, when we when we talked about doing this podcast, we knew it would be more of a free flowing chat anyway, because we know each other so well that that is kind of what would happen. Um, we haven't quite got to the the point where we're both sat at the kitchen table having had a few drinks and quoting Syndragosa just yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> And since I don't drink alcohol anymore, we might not get there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's um, apathetic mag- magic betrayed us, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. That was it. Yeah, your pathetic magic betrays you. Anyway, um, <laughs> so apart from Osmond, who else do you admire in the WoW community? Um, definitely Panda absolute legend he's so humble he tells people how it is and i don't personally think there is a bad bone in that man's body he is so good um yeah it's uh him um from our twitter community uh people like frasley wonderful uh chumper who've had on stream a couple of times Uh, well once but it's been mentioned quite a lot but we get he gets mentioned like every session now yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Who else? Oh, you guys, by the way. Yeah. That, oh, that's another nice. one. Um, <laughs> uh, Scott Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. The longest running wild podcast, right? Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Podcast. Um, God. Yeah. Godcast. Godcast. <laughs> yeah. He's not a podcaster. Uh, he's a godcaster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Asman, yeah, as I mentioned before, and. Wow, I should have pre-prepped for this question, actually. But there's so many. Yeah, um, but that's a good thing. You know, if you're spoiled you know. for choice, I mean, it's like, if you're spoiled for choice about people that you admire within a community, that speaks a lot to the community, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, a couple, I don't want to go too much into this because it's a very sore subject, but a couple of the guys from Method, actually. Well, um, they're not yeah. in Method now. You no, know. they're not you in know, Method. They have restarted, and- so... Who, knew, who knows what these specific people knew about the situation, right? Yeah. So, but Narcolis, brilliant. If you ever get a chance to watch a stream, that's how you play a paladin. That, honestly. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're, um, yeah. Pal- you're, My you, paladin hate. Yeah, your paladin hate might be turned around. If <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was going to come up at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. A, uh, just just yeah. to clarify... I don't hate the people that play the Paladins. I just cannot level one beyond level 12. I find it mind-numbingly boring and cannot enjoy it. It is nothing, but a lot of my favourite people play Paladins. Don't know why, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Just make that clear before I get jumped on. (laughs) We will come back to that in the community questions, actually, thanks to Wabbage. (laughs) And Wabbage. (laughs) And, yeah. Yeah. where did you find your wow community? And I, I want you to talk, when I ask this question normally, it's about where people find their community now, but you built one that kept going while you were not there for 10 years. Yeah. And the effect, and actually is still going because a lot of us are still playing together and have come back under the new guild banner. So where did you find Let's well. Let's start with the monkey tree way back when. Where did you find the people for the monkey tree, and how did you build that community? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is a big uh, question. I this know. might take some time. I'm going to try and condense it. Um, okay, so when I was the noob, I'm not talking. I'm not saying a noob. I was the noob, right? <laughs> okay, I went in Stormwind 
uh, whilst I was question questioning and adventuring, uh, one of the first things I did, because it's the first building on the left, was walked into the guild center. Um, I spoke to someone. I didn't understand what question marks and exclamation marks meant. <laughs> I, I, I spoke to someone, and they went, "Oh, you want to you want to start a guild?" I was like, "All right." Thought it was a quest. <laughs> got people to sign the guild charter, and then all of a sudden we ended up with a guild called the Monkey Tree. One of my first recruits <laughs> was this guy called Merlin, who actually came back. Oh, I would, yeah. It, yeah, it's like Merlin with an E, so M U R L E N. His real name's probably Len, <laughs> based <laughs> on that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, he and I, um, because we were having a bit of fun with it, we didn't really know what was going on. Uh, decided to try and break the game by getting as many people possible into this guild. Uh, so we made this like pitch and basically my, my gameplay for about a, a week solid every day was to go in and spam this pitch. <laughs> and we soon maxed out like the guild capacity stuff. Um, once we hit that and it kind of felt like taking down a raid boss, it was really weird. Um, but it felt, it felt good that we'd done that. We ended up with this, this guild called the monkey tree now the monkey tree was the name a bit weird we used to walk through um like areas like zoldrak and people would go lol monkey tree and things like that and it was like, <laughs> a little bit weird it, i used to be a dj as my hobby pre-warcraft well i actually still do a bit now and then and um my name was the monkey tree as uh Aha. so it all becomes clear yeah um so yeah uh where was i going with with this um but yeah i created this girl called the monkey tree that's how much thought i actually put into it i just <laughs> i just went oh I'll just call it the monkey tree right fine <laughs> but um yeah we ended up with this and it, it actually turned out to be a really good thing we kept those numbers super high for a very long time yeah and there it was, was such an active guild yeah they, they, it was purely social as well because we didn't yeah. even know about endgame no so no, it was the likes of um was it Woodstone and Wilbur and Crusher. Led Zet and Crusher. Yeah. Yeah. People like they that. They sort of wanted to get into the raiding, didn't they? And I, I seem to remember that they they switched guilds and did they go to insert name? They went to a guild called Insert Name, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. they kind of learned how to raid and then they actually came back again though. So Yeah, yeah well they ended up we all ended up in another guild with another name with the same people, didn't we? Eventually yeah. it, we took a bit of a roundabout way to get there, but we all yeah. ended up back together. So, yeah. So, yeah. so from there, this purely social guild uh, started um, getting a little bit of an interest in the end game. Uh, people would go off, people would come back, yeah. but they would always come back because we were so yeah. social. It was a fun place to hang out in. Yeah, it's not like, it um, some guilds don't talk name. to each other, literally don't talk to yeah. each other in guild chat. And that was kind of forbidden. We knew we had lurkers because there was always 200 people on at a time. Yeah. But, and, and there were people yeah. like me who would constantly spam chat because it was my way of socially connecting with people a lot of the time in the evening. Yeah. And well, still is, especially more so since lockdown and Rona and all the rest of it. But, you know, it was, I couldn't believe I was meeting all these crazy people and how many of them, you know, we were having such a good giggle. Um, and you all and had a shared interest. 
Yeah. That, that is the power yeah. of community right there. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. You just, you didn't need to ask like, well, what, what do you like to do with your free time? Well, yeah. I'm doing it. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I'd, I'd do things like, cause I was still DJing to a degree. I was like, is anyone in the guild like drum and bass? Cause this album's just come out and it's sick. Yeah. So yeah. And then I'd get a small group of people and I'd add that small group of people on Facebook and my, my, the, the wow community was almost a vessel for me discovering other communities or creating other communities off the side. It was a yeah. wonderful, wonderful thing. The wow communities back then a little bit more tricky now because of LFR and cross server and things like that. But yeah. yeah, but I think it's like we, you know, like we've touched on before it's there. You just got to find it in the other places. So, yeah. well that you've already answered my uh, next question about how, why did you set up the first guild? Um, would it be fair to say that you got lost in the source a bit with Warcraft? And do you think you burnt out on the game? Because you took on a hell of a lot of responsibility in a very short space of time. Yeah, uh, Warcraft actually broke me, uh, nearly mm. broke my marriage as well. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, I've been with my wife since. Shout I was... out to Mrs. V. <laughs> since Mrs. I was 16. V. But yeah, I took on too much. And the commitments back then, with regards to raiding in particular, were ridiculous. Um, there was a lot of pre prep going on gold for repairs flasks all that stuff and it yeah, was just you were guild leader raid leader yeah i was, guild, the I was guild leader of a guild of over a thousand people right for a start i was running the website with the help i'm not saying that my my officers were not pulling the weight or anything like that they were all doing it but my commitment was just to make it the best thing ever yeah. and I was. We, and every, it was almost a night. I would say, sorry to interrupt. I'd say it was like it was almost a full time job for you, and for definitely. the officers, it was part of their hobby. Yeah. So, you know, there was a different level of, um, not necessarily commitment, but probably priority. I think that would yeah. be fair. Yeah, but I, I loved it. I, it, in fact, I, I, I treated it as my uni. I went to Dalaran Uni, but I'll come to that <laughs> in in a bit, actually, but. Um, yeah, so I was running this guild of over a thousand people. Um, I'd be getting complaints like, if you don't make my name, because there was a cap, I think it was a thousand. And if yeah, you hit that cap, your guild, your name didn't appear in the guild list if you'd been invited after that thousand oh. cap. So I'd have people that's name weren't, wasn't shown in the guild list that were saying, if you don't make my name show in the guild list, I'm leaving and things like that. And I felt like <laughs> it was a personal failure. So there's all that stuff and a lot, yeah. a thousand people is a lot of drama. It was four or five times a day. There's a big dispute somewhere. Yeah. And it was usually yeah. about loot to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. And, um, but there's, there's, there's that. So we had the big social experience with a huge guild. Uh, there was, I was the raid leader of my own raid team. Um, shout out to Mutilate, by the way. They whoop, are, whoop. they are <laughs> Um Yeah, which I, I still keep in contact with all of them, by the way. Yeah, still now. Um, so there's them. Um, sorry, I'm rambling a bit. The um, yeah. So what a podcast is about. Keep going. <laughs> I, I was I was um, guild guild leader. I was raid leader of my own raid team, which had a lot of pre prep back in RAF, like I was talking yeah. about. There was also a huge logistics issue where we had almost 15 active raid teams run in, mm. which I did all the branding for, for a start. 
Um, we treated them like micro guilds within the guild. Yeah. Um, so they all had their own sections on the forums. They all had their own logo. Uh, I was a bit of a, I, I was a bit of control freak with it, to be honest. I would j- basically deliver. No, really? <laughs> someone would express an interest in having a raid team within my guild, and I would deliver them a package, which is basically yeah. for Here's your raid team. Here's the yeah. graphics. Here's uh, your yeah, forum. <laughs> And even compiling and finding members for them if they're a few yeah. short and things like that. So yeah, and it took on a lot of work. I remember yeah. it well. Yeah, there, there was a there was a um, situation actually. I was very unhappy with my job. Uh, I just had a new baby. Um, my my wife wasn't massive fan of World of Warcraft at all because she basically saw it as this this sort of beast that was distracting yeah. me from real life, which was true at the time yeah um and the way that my house was set up there was our front door and it was turn right to go into the studio or turn left and go and see my family i was getting to a stage where i would turn right and go to the studio Mm -hmm. i'd get home from work and i wouldn't talk to my family Mm -hmm. at all and uh it wasn't i'm I'm kind of like pushing this towards it being a burnout but it wasn't it was a, a reality check for me that's the yeah. reason I quit um, for such a long time. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, I, don't, I don't know. Was that a bit deep? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a lot. To be honest with you, I keep on going about LFR ruining communities and things like that. It's actually made it a lot easier for me to get back into WoW because you don't have to pre-prep so much. Yeah. You can still enjoy the content without having to fully commit. Yeah, and and again, you know, I mean, we 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 keep coming back to LFR this episode, but I think that's because it's particularly for you and me, our lives have changed so much since Wrath of the Lich King. You know, you've had a second child, I've had a first child, and so far only child, um, and you know, various other things have happened. I now, if I look back and say, well, in lockdown, I probably could have raided on a team. But the people that I play with now are less inclined to raid, and um, I want to play with them. So LFR gives me the option to see the content um, and to hear the stories without having to commit to a team. Um, and and I couldn't hand on heart say that I could continue to commit to a team after, you know, Rona's gone and whatnot. Um, and I think from that aspect, and, and I, I think what Blizzard did was recognize that there was this section of their community that were growing older, shall we say, <laughs> and having a different, their responsibilities were changing, their, the way they lived their lives was changing. And LFR is actually a really handy tool for those of us who's who've been through that 10-year progression with this game that we can't raid all the time anymore. And I don't know anybody who has been able to raid non-stop through every single expansion at a cutting edge level yeah you know that you just can't do it it's not how real life works for 10 years for sure and i i no longer have this urge to min max god no (laughs) who's got time for that you know i can barely use my hands anymore (laughs) (laughs) i have noticed when i'm healing my left hand um 
obviously like it's not like I use my left hand any less when I'm playing any of my other characters but for some reason when I'm healing my left hand almost gets um like RSI. stuck in a claw shape yeah. it's really weird and I, it doesn't happen on any other character it's not like I'm play, pressing any different buttons I must uh, just that's the head. healing claw <laughs> yeah the healing claw for sure <laughs> is it made of wood <laughs> All right. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, pod. I keep forgetting. I'm on a podcast. I'm not streaming. Holding up a claw to the camera is not going to work. Is it? <laughs> we will stream eventually, but not right now. Not just yet. Um, so we've, you know, we've touched on the fact that you took like a ten year break. Um, and actually, one of our community community questions comes back to this as well. But how did it feel when you finally said, "I'm going back"? Um, it was awesome. I've, I, I, for that entire. Yes! That entire 10 years, I felt that something has been missing from my life. Oh. And, and it it's not necessarily the game, but the community and the social aspect when we're talking about Discord and things like that. Yeah. That that being able to do that and share an experience with people that are passionate about something as cool as World of Warcraft is definitely yeah. a thing. I mean, I I've suffered very badly with anxiety and depression over the past sort of 20 years and even thinking about well made me super anxious when i did come back it was actually for your birthday we did a meetup yeah. in, in the inn in goldshire and i felt physically sick being in there it i felt know like i know I, there was a there's an, a real element of guilt i should yeah. be here it was like me I can only compare it. Now, this is going to sound awful, but I can only compare it to how I'd imagine a heroin addict to feel taking heroin after quitting taking heroin. Mm. It's, it's, but yeah, I mean, it's a very, very different game now, though. I will say that. Um, Do you the, feel that that has have that has that anxiety and guilt eased now that you've been back in for a while? About uh, about coming into WoW, yeah, it's yeah. second yeah. nature to me to be back in now. Um, I love it. Good, because I'd feel awful if you were feeling like that when we were playing together. No, I'm more anxious about going live on Twitch. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I get that. I get anxious streaming. I mean, I, d I don't really do it at the moment um, since I found the podcast sits better with me. Um, but You are very good at this, by the way, I just want to say. Oh, And I thanks. expect big things, so... <laughs> You're going to be the next um, Shades of Grey, right? Uh, what? Oh, Anne. You don't mean yeah. like the actual book, do you? God, no. Oh, no, uh, no, not the book. Anne, Anne, yeah. You mean Anne Stickney? <laughs> yeah, Anne Stickney, The won yeah. wonderful um, Blizzard Watch and now Blizzard, well, Blizzard Watch writer and now Blizzard employee. This um, is this is so weird, right? When I was in the, the Twitter off community back yeah. in Wrath, yeah. she, she was almost part of our clique. It yeah. was weird. Yeah, there's there like people like the... Maticus and yeah, and um, Zarina. Uh, yeah, you. yeah, yeah, it's just so crazy. Yeah. She works at Blizzard. Yeah, She's it's just, awesome. Just moved position to something more senior. It's weird, yeah. weird, weird. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I think there was there were a couple of times when I'd done a blog post, and then like a week later a very similar one would appear on Wow Insider as it was then written by Anne. And I was like, it's like we're in each other's head. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who else? Yeah. Sin, sin, sin wise. Sin wise. I think, oh, I I remember. 
so yeah. nice. So my good. heart. I still like. I can't remember who I was. I think it was Jay on Twitter and I were talking about Sinwise recently. And I know he's still on Twitter under a different name, but I couldn't find him. And that's absolutely fine. You know, if he wants to be found, I'll it, it, I'll find him. And if he doesn't, then that's fine. Um, but yeah, Sinwise's blog, even though I didn't PVP, I would religiously read his blog about Warlock PVP. Yeah. Even though and, you've got no interest in Warlock whatsoever. No <laughs> interest in Warlocks or PvP, but I would read his blog every single week religiously. Yeah. And I adored it. And I loved, I think it was his love for the game yeah. that came through. And that's why I absolutely loved um, reading his blog and the amount of work and time he put in, like the topography maps and things that he did. Oh, it's just exquisite. It was absolutely brilliant. I mean, that's why my warlock is named Demwise. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because it was an homage. Makes sense. Um, unfortunately, I don't play the warlock very much at the moment, but I think I might have to race change her. So, and then we'll, it, it should improve. But yeah, yeah, all of that lot. It was, yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. You see that side, I, I think the... LFR introduction and the way that the game has changed to encourage less community indirectly, as I keep saying, mm-hmm. um, has also had an effect there because there's no such thing as Twitter off anymore. It's um, it's uh... very hard to find. I For me, it's super hard to find. I'm, unless I'm doing something wrong, I can't find the Twitter community properly. Right. Well, I, I will hook you up. <laughs> hook me up, hook up. I got it. Are they really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it just that the tag doesn't exist anymore? (laughs) uh, I don't think there's a Twitter off. I don't think that gets used as much anymore. Um, But there's definitely still a very much WoW focused community there. Um, That's where I've, you know, developed a lot of my community contacts and things. Um, And people say networking. I don't. Like I did network marketing, so if you say networking to me, I kind of cringe a bit inside. Got negative um, implications for you. For me, yeah. yeah. I like I just go and make friends. Yeah. And actually that's all that my network marketing coaches used to say, we well, just go and make friends. But because I was under pressure at the time to do a business, basically, it didn't feel like that. This feels like I'm just I am literally just making friends and and I love awesome. that. Awesome. Um, but yeah, there's definitely people out there on Twitter playing Warcraft. Maybe um, it's just a, like a basket of eggs, but it's on a bit of a slant and the eggs are harder to get into the basket again. <laughs> Something like that. It, it, it doesn't feel the same. And maybe I'm, it's just me doing it wrong. It probably is. It's not you. You're not doing anything wrong. You just haven't found the people. I haven't found oh. my Twitter net. Yeah. That's all right. We can sort that out. <laughs> So I wanted to ask about, like, when you were on your break, you were still keeping up with the story. You were still very much part of the community because we still had our annual meetup at your house yep. with people coming from Sweden and Holland and uh, Slovenia and Denmark, you know, people from all over the world, yeah, or all over Europe at least. Um, how did... You know, what did that mean to you to still be able to be part of that community, even though you weren't in game? Okay. Um, I had spent some of the best years of my life with these people in game. And 
if that would be like to if if I was to drop that it'd be like unfriending all of your friends from uni put yeah. it that way yeah. um it it was everything to me it was like our yearly event we don't have parties here at our house apart <laughs> from that party um it's almost like Glastonbury yeah <laughs> you know? well it was Woodstock. it was our like you know we called it Doefest, didn't mm. we you know, yeah. I know it, we've changed Sound, the name. Sounds like a gathering of deers, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was to tell everybody the uh, final guild that we were all in uh, before Verdi took his break was called Jane Doe. So the annual meetup became Doe Fest, short for Jane Doe Festival. Um, and it's, it's not named after an unidentified dead female, by no. the way. It's actually named after um, a album by a band called converge which are a hardcore hardcore band one of my favorites at the time and shout out to jacob bannon by the way if you're watching (laughs) (laughs) listening sorry but uh yeah um i just thought it was edgy and it was edgy because no one was called anything like we we were edgelord we were edgelords (laughs) yeah but uh yeah i was such an emo oh my god (laughs) hey we've all been there we've all been there I said, as I'm literally fixing my emo fringe in front of the camera Your right emo now. Fringe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like we should have streamed this one. Never mind. We'll get it sorted soon. We'll get it sorted soon. Um, so the last one under the guest specific questions, before we move on to the community questions, how did being a guild leader in Warcraft help your IRL career? Okay. This, this is... Like I mentioned earlier, I went to Dalarani University. I learned back then I was working in the automotive industry as yeah. a part uh, distributor for uh, Ford, actually. Um, and I would talk to customers daily. So it taught me how to do that. All the while, whilst I was doing that, I was in Azeroth learning how to run a community. Um, and then, Manage all these cats. Yeah. Get, keep the cats happy keep them, keep, them, <laughs> keep them fed fish feasts <laughs> cats fish, love fish feasts <laughs> yeah. but um yeah so th- my time there basically built my career i owe mike moorheim big time <laughs> i really do uh, i now work for as a community manager or sorry a community lead i have my own team um for a, a very well-known mobile app i can't mention it obviously because of career stuff yeah yeah but um yeah it's and my success there is all because of world of warcraft um yeah it's it's brilliant it's brilliant yeah Mm. so if anybody heard that joe rogan podcast where he said well video games are a waste of time you can take this as an example of they really are not (laughs) fight me joe rogan (laughs) honestly have you seen him do you really want to fight Joe Rogan? Uh, they've they've all got a weak spot. Let's put, <laughs> let's put a, a hay bale behind him, push him over. It's fine. Vulcan grip. Just the Vulcan grip on his shoulder. He'll be done. <laughs> yeah. No. I, 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 whatever was going through his mind. Obviously, he's never played games properly. That's what it is. Well, he's just like. We well, just sees them as a waste of time, but then you can say you can say, "Well, watching movies, um, sports are a waste a of time." Book. Sorry, no. yeah, every, <laughs> but, but you could argue that, couldn't you? You know, anything that you do that isn't leading to a goal in quotation marks could be classed as a waste of time. You know, what a load of shit! 
it's not a waste of time if it fills your cup and makes you feel good. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. It's important to have those things. And I am proof that it can lead to good places. Yeah. Um, and Stickney is proof that it can yeah. lead to good places. Yeah. It's, it's almost like he doesn't understand that the games industry is a multi-billion Billion. dollar yeah. In, industry. Yeah. It's like, in the, I think uh, in the UK now, the games industry is worth more than movies and TV. Yeah, because of mobile, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mobile gaming. Bloody Candy Crush. Yeah, Des- despite it's, uh, despite your, anyone's opinions on it, yeah. it is it is a success machine. For sure. It is, and it's, um, well, the guy that wrote Candy Crush now owns Derby County Football Club, so. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. That's a it's weird flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think that, I think it's him anyway. Um, I'm sure that's what it, I'm sure that's what it was. I'm sorry. I keep going off mic, uh, because I am, if anybody that doesn't know, um, Verdi just touched on this about handling depression and anxiety. I also have depression. I also, I don't have them right now, but I have battled, uh, depression and anxiety. So quite often when I am sitting on the podcast, I will have something in my hands that I'm fiddling with, um, because it helps keep my brain occupied and i i tend to uh, at the moment it's a i don't know why it's a dressmaker's tape measure so, <laughs> so if you hear me fiddling around with something that's what it is um uh yeah so anyway shall we go on to the community questions yeah let's do it so we've got from wabbage who is brilliant and keeps coming back with community questions for us he's actually submitted three this week so I'll read Thanks, them one Bobby. at a time and yeah, I'll read them one at a time and let you um, answer them. Um, when you stopped playing, what drew you back after such a long break? Um, it's kind of like I mentioned earlier, um, I felt like there was a huge gap in my life. Um, that was definitely a driving factor, but people, I was, yeah. I was super anxious about coming back as we've mentioned, but now I think about it huge part of that anxiety was that I had such a good time, especially around my raid team because we were so close knit and we were all, yeah. we socialized a lot and things like that, that I would be super sad if I came back and I couldn't find the same level of interaction and unity. And yeah. I haven't found that interaction in unity. Um, those experiences will be with me forever. Yeah. Um, the first time we took down Cindy, for example, Cindy yeah. Baker, yeah, huge thing. Yeah, I wasn't there for our Lich King fight, actually. I'm a bit sad about that bit. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I was uh, moving house. Oh, I, was, gosh, I was moving house. I so we, around that time. We plugged in um, a guy called Sovereign Sovereignty. Yes. Uh, yes. Just an I extra remember. warrior. Oh. And yeah. um, they killed him within a day. And yeah. we, were, we were expecting it to be a difficult fight. <laughs> but after Sindragosa. Yeah, Cindy was definitely a gatekeeper fight. She was yeah, definitely sure. like, you can't get past me, you're not getting LK. Yeah. She was horrific, man. Like, leave my boy alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were we weren't in the same guild at that time because I'd gone to Sanitarium because I'd you guys had set up Jane Doe. So the monkey tree had gone and I'd ended up I went guildless for a few weeks. I knew, I already knew that I, where I was going, but I just went guildless for a few weeks to try and calm down the drama that was going on. And I went to Sanitarium because that was where the rest of my 
I don't think I don't think we were actually a raid team until we got to Sanitarium. Um, You're talking people well, like Zat and Grok and yeah, yeah. Well, it was Grok. Grok was definitely there. I don't think Zet was there until later because he was brought in by Dark Live. Um, and but Candle was there, Hug was there. Um, I think anyway, the, Can- the, Candle the, and Hug we still play with, by the way. We do, and Grok. Every oh, night. Grok, he's, yeah. he's coming backwards and forwards, and anybody who's watched me stream. Uh, well, you know, particularly sort of earlier this year, we'll have seen, we'll have heard Zet chatting. Um, and just to, you will hear me mention Zet a lot on this podcast because he is one of the people that I play the game with most. He's your wingman, um, right? He is my wingman. And for as much shit as we give each other, you know, I, I value his friendship a lot. He will never be a guest on this podcast. If you he want has- to see an example of this shit, look at my lady. <laughs> Twitter video. There's there's literally Demi is calling him out. He yeah, wasn't even there. Yeah, we do. But I I you know, he's somebody whose friendship I value a lot. It goes back a long way. Um, but he will never ever be on this podcast. And I didn't I when I wrote when we like Bricko and I were sourcing like a list of people that we wanted to ask, I didn't even put him on the list. And I did ask him, I did double check. I did say, look, I've kind of assumed you don't want to be on the podcast. Um, and he said, and, and and what did I say? Uh, oh, no, I didn't even say that. I said, do you want to be on it? And before I'd even asked, he said no. And I went, that's kind of what I thought. I'd already assumed that he didn't want to be on. It's just not his thing. And that's absolutely fine. So you will often hear me and Verdi on his stream talk about Zet and he'll appear, you know, as a voice. But he will never, ever be a guest because he just doesn't want to. And frankly, all you'd listen to is me and him giving each other shit. So it wouldn't be a very good podcast Isn't anyway. That's true. Yeah. So anyway, so sorry, we'll get back to the questions. Um, <laughs> so w- again, Wabbage, is, you've kicked something off here. <laughs> Wabbage, Wabbage has, uh, this links nicely into Zet because Wabbage is f- one of his formula questions now that we, we might have to just put in as a standard question, although I may have to preempt it a bit because it is, what is the best class to play and why is it Paladin? <coughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I have no opinion on Paladin other than Narcoles is a very good Paladin. I've never <laughs> played a Paladin. I've, I'm rogue through and through and now Druid. Um, I'm a leather guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, too, that's slightly odd, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, my, my favorite class to play up until I quit in Cataclysm is Rogue. I am very comfortable on my Druid. Yeah, I don't think you're doing a great job. But I am very conscious because I've never played a, ca- a healer or a caster or any kind of long range player. Yeah. The, it's a different play style completely. Isn't yeah, it? it is. It's pretty much whack-a-mole, especially with Resto Druid. <laughs> whack-a-mole, keep your hearts up. That's literally it. <laughs> uh, make sure you've got effervescence under the tank, right? Someone was probably going to correct me and go, oh my God, is that how you heal? It's like, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> yeah, but, um, hey, I, if everybody stays alive, it's fine. That's all yeah. you need to worry about. The reason I chose Druid as well is because I was so paranoid about switching from my long-term play 
of of Rogue that if it turned out that I was not a very good healer, or which is probably subjective anyway, um, <laughs> that I could very easily switch to Feral, which is quite similar to Rogue anyway. Yeah. Um, also, there's an option for me to be a boomkin, and who doesn't want to be a f- <laughs> fat chicken, a, th- a, th- a thick chicken? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I'd, can't I'd say, say the druid. Thick seriously, at the moment, because my kiddo keeps every time he sees something, it's thick. It's, it's thick, thick. Yeah. all the time. Yeah, all the time. Anyway, uh, yeah, dru- druid the- is the answer to that question. Yeah. I, I would say because if you can. It, they wear leather and you can tank ranged melee or heal. So, yeah, you yeah. can do everything. Uh, which I, I think love is the same with too. monk, right? I have no idea. Or demon hunter. Or leather guys, uh, by the way. No, demon hunter can only do tank and deep. deep. Oh, yeah, you can't heal, can you? Um, I don't know about monk because the only monk I've got is level 13 and he was only leveled to get through the panda starting zone. Yeah. So my little thick boy is <laughs> just sat um i might obviously, love obviously paladin as well right you can <laughs> but you've got got to put up with plate look so and I'm, as i said i'm a leather person so. yeah no it's not, pal- <coughs> it's not paladin it's never been paladin it will never be paladin <laughs> Uh, Wabbage's third question. I noticed you showcasing some transmog on Twitter. Is there an item that eludes you or an aesthetic you would love for your characters that isn't in the game at present? Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. Good question. I would love the ability to, as on my rogue, Mm. to be able to transmog my daggers to fist weapons. That would be awesome. I've got some very nice looking fist weapons. Um, I remember back in Wrath when combat was the spec to, to go for and combat fist weapons was built, uh, the the gearing yeah. was preferable. It was a uh, left hand fist weapon, right hand sword, which looked sick. Just saying <laughs> it was like sword and shield for Rogue. Um, but yeah, um, the, the ability to do that would be amazing. Um, what was the first part of the question? Uh, is there an item that eludes you? Oh, yeah, right. Okay, since I've come back six months ago, every single week yeah, I've been farming Nax 10 for I know, a... it's not six months. If it was my birthday, it's four. It's four months, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, ever, ever since then, I've been farming a specific item for a transmog called Omen of Ruin. It's a dagger that drops from Nax 10 um, every single week. I have had every single <laughs> rogue equipable... BOE from trash that you can possibly have drop apart from Omen of Ruin. And I've had multiple redrops of the same thing. It's been incredibly frustrating. But last week, Omen of Ruin dropped for me and Woo-hoo! almost completed my transmog. I just need some boots that match a little bit of our. Um, nice. You can see this in my Twitter feed, by the way. Um, so check that out. But, Links yeah. to everything will be in the show notes, by the way. Yeah. That alludes me also because I'm working on my em- Emerald Drake um, for. I forgot what the achievement's called, but um, I'm, I still need the Blazing Drake. This isn't transmog related, obviously. Um, <laughs> I still need my Blazing Drake and my Anixian one. So every time I farm them, um, it doesn't drop. They don't yeah. drop, sorry. And also, since the beginning of time, I've been farming Ashes of Allah, and I've never had that drop. No. So, yeah. no. Painful, man. Painful. It is, it is painful. Yeah. 
The final question from the community is from the amazing Ali of Dungeon Fables. Who hey, Ali. On at Aliandris K. Oh, sorry, I forgot to give Wabbage's Twitter handle. Wabbage is at Wabbage, which is W-A-B-B-A-G-E. And Ali is at Aliandras K, which is A-L-I-A-N-D-R-A-S-K. Uh, and Ali is the host of the Amazing Dungeon Fables podcast. Um, and Ali's question is, what's the biggest change to the game in those 10 years that you're happiest about? I can tell you what I'm unhappiest about. No, happiest. <laughs> what am I happiest about? Um, tr- the introduction of transmogs. It's, it's opened a whole new world of possibilities for me. Um, I love it so much. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great. Who doesn't want extra character customization? Yeah. I can, can you believe how much of that we're going to get in Shadowlands as well? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Love it. Mm. I'm considering even though I missed out on the grind for it, so it's going to be a bit of a mission, uh, re-rolling my human character to Void Elf as well, because Void Elf's a super cool-looking. Yes, I love my Void Elf mage. She's awesome. Yeah, it's worth doing. Um, it's not too bad, because you can go and do the world, because obviously, obviously the world quests for the Argusian Reach as a max-level character, you can do them quite quickly. It's just that they're obviously, oh, good. you can only do so many a day um but yeah that's not too bad now normally we'd at this point we'd go straight into the end of interview questions but i wanted to talk to you about shadowlands which is not normally a section that we do um on the show primarily because we do focus on the community side but also because you've only really been back a short while um so your experience of the game is probably a bit different from a lot of other people um what are you looking forward to in Shadowlands? Will you, I'm assuming you're going to be playing because you've been talking about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, seeing, there's a couple of things. I'm quite excited about Covenants. I am going to be uh, Ardenweld on all of my characters pretty much. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I have no interest in vampires and um, shiny light bringers and <laughs> all of that stuff. I really like, given the choice, to be hanging out in the woods yeah. Perfect setup for me. Plus, I really like the combination of purple and green as a colorway. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. yeah. But that's a bit superficial, but yeah. Um, All right. Are you going it, to be spending two years looking at this? It's, yeah. You know, if you don't like the look of it, it's going to be a bit of a problem. So, hey, actually, I learned this one from you. When you're anywhere in World of Warcraft, you should look up. Um, yep. Well, I learned that. I, I've done that in all my dungeons and stuff anyway, but Ali actually says it in Dungeon Fables. I'm oh, really? Like, yeah, okay. Why don't more people do that? Yeah. So she always says, you know, at the end of her podcast, she says, look up. And I was like, I should be telling people this. I've been doing this for ages. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, I, this hasn't been reflected in a better way than in Nighthold, which yes. I can imagine is going to that looking up in Nighthold is going to be very representative of what it's going to be like in buildings in Ardenwell. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that it's, it's a thing of beauty. And this is nothing to do with Druids, by the way, because the Druids <laughs> do scream Ardenwell. They do. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was going to go Ardenwell on my rogue anyway. So yeah. yeah on your good. rogue? Yeah. Yeah. yeah for oh, sure. wow. Yeah. Weird, weird flex. Weird. Well, that's all right. You know, I I have headcanon for all of my characters, so I know exactly where they're going based yeah. on that headcanon. And like you, I don't really give a stuff about them in Max stuff. I mean, if there's one that is a definitive, you know, it's going to be going to give me like a massive lead and a massive boost to my character 
in terms of if I don't do it, I'm going to be letting down everybody when we do mythics, then okay. But other than that, I'll be going what works for my head canon. So, um, yeah. Also, um, going on a sort of very clouded promise from Ian Hascostas that we're going to be seeing less RNG. Oh yeah. my God. The RNG in, in, in BFA is the most ridiculous thing. It's crazy, man. It's, it actually was putting me off for a couple of weeks of playing because yeah. I thought that's too much. It's too <laughs> it much. too much. Yeah. yeah. Well, it took me until like two months ago to know what, what that I could buy stuff with titanium residium. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. There's all these different, there's two, there is, there's so many different things to do with your gear now that it used to be you get your gear score, you'd upgrade each piece, you'd enchant it, you'd gem it, and that was kind of it, you know? Yeah. And and your eye level would grow and whatever. Now we've got websites that sim things for us based on our Azerite traits, our essences, our corruption. Um too much. It's just... What's the, what's the other thing? There was something else. Azerite traits, essences, corruption, your eye level, obviously. Um, there was something else as well. There were like four things I can't remember. Um, but I just I'm I'm at the point where I just clean my gear and take the corruption off because I can't be fucked yeah, to I, figure I'm out what's better. And I have like my Azerite traits. I know which ones I should be going for, but I'm not farming gear to get the best Azerite traits or anything it, like that. This is gonna people the min maxers that are listening to this are gonna really shut me down on this. But if a a uh a trait from sorry a corruption trait yeah has a nice visual i'll keep it well, yeah <laughs> i like the squiggly tentacle that comes out of the ground and blasts people i yeah. like um world vein resonance with the three things yeah. and yeah it's good uh, i was incredibly good. gutted when i had to switch out my um oh the dragon wings the dragon wings yeah. trinket i was yeah. like God, please oh that but that, that would elf mage. Yeah. Blizzard, if you're listening, make these particle effects and visuals transmogable onto other trinkets, yeah. please, please. Yeah, some of them are really pretty, and re- and and they do they're really cool. I do like a lot of them. Yeah. Nice. Um, oh, there's nice. A, there's another one actually. Sorry, mm. um, seeing old characters uh, that we've killed in the past coming back. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've already heard that Gluff's going to be there. Saffron's going to be there. Um, so, yes, yeah. when you said that this week, I was like, "What?" Because yeah. because we'd done that Nax transmog run together, and we'd been to see him. I was like, "That animation when he swirls around and comes together, I've always loved that." Yeah, and the fact that he's going to be in Shadowlands is really cool. It's really cool. It does make me wonder. I mean, we know Kelthazad's there, isn't he? I he's got to be Kelthazad's in some form, there. yeah. So if Saf and Kelthazad are there, and Gluth. Does that not mean that Arthas is there? Um, potentially, yeah. If there's those three from the Naxxramas raid, does that not mean that Arthas might be there? Yeah. Now, I know they've been very tight-lipped and said no. I think they've said no. Um, I mean, I personally, I'm not that bothered if I see him or not. I'm more about the Darian Mograin storyline because we know that... Um, Ah, we probably should, I'll stick a spoiler warning on the beginning of this, but um, that Alexandrus is there. Um, so his dad's there, which made me completely geek out. We have 
broadcast text from Talia where it indicates that she knows now who her father is and where he is and that she's going to go and see him. And I totally called that in my uh, yep. <laughs> 8.3 Death Knight video um, because she's stubborn. She's not going to really relinquish going to meet her father now that she knows he's alive. And, you know, the fact that we get Bolvar, Darian, Talia, um, there's obviously a whole Death Knight area in Maldraxxus. Yeah, I'm super hyped for all of that. Yeah, it's good. It's going to be we'll, we'll definitely get to see you Sarah again, so that's good. Yay! She's my favourite aspect. Yeah, my... Mm, I actually like Milagos and Alex Strasser. I like Milagos, obviously, up to the point that he goes mental. Um, yeah. So. But, you know, I, can't, I do empathise with him a lot going you know, having read the novels and his history and stuff, and you just think, this poor guy, this poor, poor guy. Um, you know, at one point when I was, when I'd started streaming, I did a, uh, I was going to do like dragon lore videos and talk through them all. And I think I did the Milagos one, and I never, I don't know if I even ever put it live because I just couldn't, couldn't his, get it. His, his actual it. mission when he goes crazy is is justified to a degree as well. Because well, given his past experience, yeah. of magic ripping the world apart, yeah. you know, and it, take it back. <laughs> yeah, you kind yeah. of, you know, that's why I can empathise with his position, and especially when you then see his in almost his entire family was wiped out by Deathwing. Kind of understand, yeah. you know, he wants to protect everybody. So anyway, oh yes, and I forgot a question. Um, because it came in on my phone and not in on the usual Twitter thread, uh, because this is from one of our Thursday squad. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Verdi hasn't seen this question ahead of time. Now, normally all of our guests see the questions ahead of time, but this one, um, if it was scary, I would have sent it to him, but I thought it would be quite fun to surprise him. So uh, this is from Noki, and Noki says, how hard is it to stream when you play with a couple of nuts? Uh, brackets me and chip come to mind <laughs> um uh, uh, wow okay a streaming <laughs> question i was not expecting that okay um first of all shout out to knocky knocky's amazing by the way if anyone needs a uh, world of warcraft uh, coach or tutor he's yeah, the guy he's the man sure. um my answer to that is um it initially it wasn't the case but i value them those guys on my stream so much um because they are so entertaining. I mean, I'm, I I used to stream pre-Warcraft. I used to stream um, loads of uh, single-player playthroughs, and I kind of made a bit of a promise to myself to do less of that, because uh, streaming a game with a community is so much more engaging. It is um, a lot more fun. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot more fun, especially when you've got people like that in the mix. They, Yeah. Yeah, these nuts as the self <laughs> self claiming i uh, bring a huge entertainment value to my viewers so i uh yeah i appreciate you thanks guys <laughs> it does it does make it easier as the streamer if you're more in a hosting capacity almost when you've got other people to chat to i always found that the case yeah well. yeah for sure for sure yeah. awesome well it wasn't too scary was it, it no that was a really, good question it wasn't a really <laughs> shitty horrible question <laughs> Oh, so is there anybody you want to shout out and where can people find you on the interwebs? Okay. 
Brilliant. Uh, I'm going to do my shout outs first. So mm-hmm. um, for sure, shout out to everyone in Sticky Bandits. Woohoo! Sticky Bandits rapping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, including, including yourself, uh, Demi, uh, Noki, Chip, um, Chip, a.k.a. Gluggy, sorry. Um, yeah. Who's actually my best friend in real life. Just saying. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zet, um, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to list you all out, actually, because I'll forget people. Um, and that'll be offensive. Um, shout out to um, my my OG raid team, Mutilate, um, wonderful uh, TNJ over in Sweden. Yeah. Homies, homies for life. Um, yeah. Uh, who else? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, shout out to everyone on Twitter. Uh, in particular, in particular, the ones that are super entertaining for me, uh, Frasley. Um, uh, oh, I'm gonna forget people. This is so, this sucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, Frasley, who else do I interact with quite a lot? Um, oh, bloody heck. Uh, oh, uh, Mikey Perk. Love Mikey. Um, uh, also, huge shout out to my wonderful wife, Babe of the Power. That's her name. Um, she's so understanding and of my need to play World of Warcraft. Despite. And she's an awesome host every yeah. year when we come and see you guys, and she, she doesn't is. mind us all being complete nerds together. Yeah. <laughs> she's currently addicted to TikTok, which is quite hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but yeah uh, shout out to her, shout out to my kids as well. Um, yeah, just everyone from Dofest and that crew as well. So yeah, yeah. that's all, that's all good. Uh, and uh, celebrities wise, Panda for sure, um, and. Um, as I mentioned, Nockley's from Mufford. Very, very good to watch. Um, if you want to find me, I am at Retake Control. So Retake CTRL. A little bit quirky, that. That's like the control button on a keyboard. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Retake Control CTRL. And also on Twitter with the same name. And I'm on Instagram, but I don't really use it. You can pop over there if you like. Um, yeah, I'm always up for a chat, providing I'm not asleep. <laughs> and I will obviously put all of those links in the show notes for those of you that want to um, go and have a chat with Retake Control, who I always call Verdi and will forever be Verdi to me. And there is one final question, okay. um, which it has become a bit of a trademark for you. What's your favourite cheese? <laughs> oh, no. I've avoided this the whole, the whole interview. Right. I don't want to be known as the cheese guy, right? Yeah. When I first started streaming, just to make conversation, I, just, I, I, I dropped this in because I was thinking about cheese at the time. And uh, now it's ended up being whenever I get a new viewer on a stream, I'll ask them what their favourite cheese is. Yeah, every right, single time. Right now, my favourite cheese is Gouda. Gouda. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. So if you want to start a conversation with Retake Control slash Verdi on Twitter, you can always start by asking him what his favourite cheese is and uh, he will know that, that you are referencing the uh, stream. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, well, thank you very much for joining me. I'm sorry Bricko couldn't make it. From what I can see, he still has a power cut over there in Minnesota. So I hope anybody else affected by it is all safe. Um, and that it doesn't go on for too much longer. We are going to move into our community heroes section of the show. Um, please do chip in, V, if you um, hear anything or want to add anybody. Um, so each show, we want to shout out the people you have 
blah, blah, blah. I'll start that again. <laughs> Each show, we want to shout out the people who have been your community heroes. Remember to watch out on the Twitter feed from at Third Faction Show. That's at the number three RD Faction Show for the next community heroes call, or you can email them to us on the Third Faction Show at gmail.com. That's the Third Faction Show at gmail.com. And this uh, show's nominations are from at White Polar Bear Mount, also known to many of us in the podcasting and streaming community as Capo, um, said at Thist03 is my nominee this week. Her recent tweet exemplifies one of the many people I refer to in my episode one blanket nomination. All hail the one true war chief. Plus the amazing community that she and at Thornbrow uh, grew and fostered during the four plus year run of at Lagging Balls should serve as a shining example of the community building for all to follow. Hashtag be a baller. Um, and the second one, this wasn't um, a nomination as such, but it was a really nice f- bit of feedback for us on the show after the Griggsy TV episode. And this is from Tana Nichols, or at DarkShaggy06, who is also one of the hosts of the Those Meddling Azerothians podcast. And Tana said, I love the latest episode. I'm a very introverted person, but with the help of macros and sporadic streaming, I am trying to help myself be better. At Griggsy TV and at Chumpa Chump are such nice and amazing people, um, uh, such nice and amazing people, and they help people be the best that they can. So those were some, uh, that was just a really nice piece of feedback, which we thought, I thought also um, sort of fitted in with the Community Heroes section. There's a, you- there's a reason that Chumpa gets nominated, well, mentioned every week, and it is because he is literally awesome. <laughs> Want to add that in there. If you don't follow Chumpa Chump, follow Chumpa Chump. He's yeah, he's, one of the he, greatest, greatest human beings ever. <laughs> oh my God, his ego is going to be off the chart. I was watching his stream before um, we went on. To, we went into recording this morning, um, and he he. I've never seen him rage. He was on PvP, and he was not a happy bunny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But he is super welcoming and he has a lovely presence in, in a really good community. Um, and, and the same goes for Griggsy. They're very similar in their approach to things, um, which is why they are they call themselves brothers from other mothers, really. And you can you can certainly see that. So thanks very much for that um, piece of feedback, Tanner. It means a lot. Um, and I'm sure when Bricko is able to join us, he will reiterate that. Um, so, yeah, I hope everybody in Minnesota is OK. We will be back in around two weeks time with another interview i am super excited about our next guest not to say that i'm never excited but this one uh i'm gonna be a bit of a fangirl on this episode coming up um all being well and we will have another round of community heroes and more from the world of warcraft until then you can visit the website at www.thethirdfaction.com for links on where to find me and Bricko and the show you can email the show on thethirdfactionshow at gmail.com and you can also leave us a review on your chosen podcast platform if you don't want to leave a review the very best thing that you can do is tell your friends about us thank you for joining me Verdi it's very good I'm happy to be a guest <laughs> And that will see us for this show. Remember, always be learning and don't be a dick.